Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Podcast Handstand, the gymnastics podcast solely dedicated to the recreational gymnastics world. Guess what? I'm your host, J.R. Jakeway, and happy holidays. It is Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. We just celebrated Christmas, and for those of you out there who celebrated Christmas, I hope you had a great day filled with food, fun, and all the friends. Happy early new year, and let's get a little recap going. Last week, I talked about things that you could be looking at in your gymnastics training center to see if you're receiving a high quality product. Well, one of those things was whether or not the child is being evaluated or skill tested on a regular basis. A parent wrote in and asked, my child has not been evaluated in four months. How can I get this corrected? Well, I would suggest that you request a one-on-one -on -one evaluation with that coach. This could go one or two ways. If it's the coach's fault, meaning they have not been doing their job and doing the evaluation when they were supposed to, or at all, then they should be able to come in and get that child caught up on their skills testing pretty easily. It's about a 20-minute process. It doesn't take very long, but it really falls on the responsibility of the coach and the gym to pr provide that service. And if the coach can't do it, perhaps the recreational director or manager can do it. However, if the child was absent and was chronically absent over the last few testing periods, you may be asked to pay a private fee, which means the coach would come in, you'd pay them for a 30-minute block of their time, and they would perform that evaluation. Now, this is not unheard of. The coach would be asked to come in additionally on top of their already scheduled time. And so if you know you guys miss those testing days, be prepared to be asked to perhaps pay for a private lesson. But in the grand scheme of things, the money is well worth it. You get your evaluation and your child gets up to date on all their skills. All right. I hope that helps. Well, we're going to get into today's topic, which is really important. Because I feel like as I've grown as a coach, I've been able to look back at things that I did wrong as a younger coach, and I've learned from those experiences. So today, let's talk about top mistakes that a young gymnastics coach makes. I want to preface this by saying I've done everything on this list, so I have hands-on experience with all of these things that I'm going to talk about, but they really are very common things that I see that young coach, new coaches do. The first thing on my list is young coaches tend to be selfish. I know it's a shocker, but you know, a lot of times those young coaches, those new coaches make the coaching about themselves. Um, it's all about how fast can I coach a skill? Oh, look at the skills that I taught or look what I taught so-and-so. And it really should be less about that and more about the, the learning process and you being a role model to these kids. It's very important that you understand that these kids are going to come into class and they're going to get so much more than gymnastics out of that environment. It's all about learning how to share, how to work together, how to set goals, the disappointment and the success that comes with those goals. So take a step back and realize that you are coaching for something greater than gymnastics. Being a coach, being a teacher is such a wonderful profession. Even if this is only something that you're doing part-time for now, you got to take it seriously and you got to understand that those kids and the overall experience that we receive is really the number one goal, not how fast or how much you can coach. All right. Second thing on the list, 
making the mistake that you don't need training and that's continual training. It doesn't matter how long you've been coaching. So this isn't just for new or young coaches. This is for all coaches. It doesn't matter if you are a high level gymnast or that you've been coaching 10 years, all coaches new and experienced need to continue to get educated on techniques, the most current ways that we can coach things. There's always new studies being shown about more effective ways to communicate with kids. And we can always be better regardless of how long we've been doing this. It's really important that you walk into a learning environment with an open mind. Maybe for you, the learning environment is staff training. Maybe your owner, your manager sends you to a regional or national Congress, but you go in with the understanding that you are going to keep an open mind and absorb as much information as you can. And I guarantee you will come out inspired and wanting to try some of the new things that you were given. All right. The next thing that I want to talk about being impatient. Oh man, this is something that I struggled with as a young coach. I'm not going to lie. Being impatient was, was a big flaw of mine. And if I had a really talented gymnast, I would expect them to learn things so quickly because in the past, that's what they've done. But it's important that we take a step back and we understand that skill progression is going to be the most important tool that you provide. Take it slow. Make sure that you are setting them with a strong, strong, basic, fundamental understanding of the skill. And don't get caught up in teaching skills fast because you're trying to prove that you can teach a skill fast. Different kids are going to learn at different rates of speed. So you need to be patient because the quality takes time. And I want to point out that I am 48 years old. And because my coaches took the time to really work technique, I am still able to do so much gymnastics. And yes, my body hurts afterwards, but I can still do it. My muscle memory has been strongly built. And it's a really great thing to be able to say that years later, I can still do a lot of the things that I learned when I was really young. All right, let's move on to the next thing, which is ignoring constructive criticism. This is something that a lot of young coaches really struggle with. And I think it's because many times they take constructive criticism as a negative attack on them, a personal attack, but it's not meant to be that way. If your manager, your owner is coming to you and trying to provide information that can improve what you're doing, it's because they want you to be better. They want you to be as good as you can be. And that's going to only make you more successful. I'm going to give you an example. When I was a younger coach, I was told to create lesson plans for my rec classes. I didn't feel like at the time I needed a lesson plan for a rec class. I did lesson plans for my team program, my boys team, but for my rec class, I thought it was unnecessary. However, that is a foolish way of thinking because you could never be overprepared. If you create a lesson plan of the three to five things that you want to do at each station, you're going to bars, you're going to beam, you're going to vault. Write down the three to five skills or the most important topics that you want your kids to get out of that training. It's going to make you much more successful and efficient than that rec coach next to you who kind of goes in without a plan of action. It does take a little extra time. Yes, it requires you to sit down, 
with a pen and paper or with your iPad and pen and write down those thoughts. It's a thought out process, but that plan of action is what's going to be key to your success. The other things that go along with this are coming to work in a staff shirt, showing up on time. Does it look like you ran a brush or a comb through your hair? You know, these basic things that you, many of you young folks don't think is important makes a huge difference. And I promise that any rec director or boss owner of a gym takes notice of the staff members who do this without any kind of argument or hassle. They're always on work on time. Maybe they're early. They come with a lesson plan. They're always looking like they're ready to work in their staff shirt. Hair's done. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to have some fancy hairdo, but like it should not look like you just woke up. These are things that are unfortunately fewer and fewer and far between. So do your job and make sure that you are taking that criticism, whether it's from something in your class or maybe it's something that is a general rule of the gym that you're not following. It'll make you a better employee. Trust me. Number five on my list is understanding that you make a substantial impact on the kids that you coach. Even though you may not consider these relationships important, the kids whom you coach look at you like you are a rock star. I have to say that throughout my years of coaching, I've continued to be moved by parents who tell me how often their kids talk about me at home. They'll bring me up when they're playing with their cousins, talk about me, things that we did in class, or later on how former athletes come back years later and tell me how I made an impact, a positive impact on them. I I take it as a badge of honor that kids that I previously coached who are now adults still speak to me and want to have a relationship with me. It's really important that from any child that I coach, that they can look back and have many positive memories and experiences from being in my class or in my group. And I really have tried to take any negativity that I've received from athletes in the past and implement them so people that I coach now never have to feel that way because I made mistakes as a young coach. And I will say that I had mentors at a gym that I worked at back in Dallas who sat me down one day and told me, you have a lot of potential and talent as a coach. However, as an employee, you're not very good. You need some improvement. And it took me a little while to process that information. It really hurt my feelings. But at the end of the day, I, I took what they said and I implemented it into my, my work environment. And I, I became a better coach for it. So please take these things as they are and, and really take note. Like, are you doing any of these things? Could you be better at your job? Yes, we all can be better at the job. Okay, this is everything I have for this week. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know it's a little shorter, but I want to make sure that we're getting in and we're getting out with the information that I want to talk about. And anything extra that you want to hear from me, I'm open to it. So make sure that you, one, you leave me comments on whatever podcast streaming service you're at. I am on Apple Music. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Amazon Music or any other podcast streaming service. Number two, please make sure that you rate the podcast, subscribe if you like it, because I would love to be just popping up into your podcast streaming service every Wednesday so you can hear me. Any other questions, any other comments you'd like, 
Come on, give them to me. You can find me on social media at at JR, the gymnastics coach. I hope everybody here has a safe and a happy, fun New Year's. And guess what? I'll see you in 2024. Take it easy, everybody.